You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network, featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Next, featuring intimate and in-depth interviews with Black Hollywood's next edition of Stars and Influencers. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, next... Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Black Hollywood Live. Happy Friday, TGIF, right, guys? Yeah. Mm. I'm your host, Jessica King, also the producer of Fox's hit show, Dish Nation. Check it out. I am joined by my lovely co-host, comedian extraordinaire, Megan Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) Boom. Gotcha. Gotcha. Nick Purdue. Some some random guy sitting next to the comedian. All right. Sorry. And the wonderful, the beautiful, the lovely Megan Thomas. Thank you kindly, my dear. You're welcome. And we have a very special guest today. He is the hit on the hit TV <laughs> show for Own the Haves and the Have Nots. You may have recognized him as Benny Young. We have Tyler Lepley. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks also, for coming. Also known as Tyler Biceps. Can we just call you biceps? For no, 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 no. You can't call me biceps, all right? <laughs> all right. Well, let's jump right in. I mean, clearly you are very athletic. Uh, and you, know, uh, you were... Some sports here and there. I was growing up, yeah. A little bit. You yeah. dabbled. Mm-hmm. Three sports star, Central Bucks High School. You played... Central Bucks West, yep. Basketball, mm. track, football. Foosball. You know, just a little bit. All that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, had to, I had to give up the basketball and the track when I started getting serious with football. I got a, a scholarship to actually play at Kutztown University, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, only one what did you play? Like, what decent? position did you play? Uh, tailback. Running okay. back. Okay. Yeah. So, as you mentioned, you did get your scholarship to Kutztown. I did. And uh, had a little altercation. I did, yeah. And <laughs> um, you got kicked off the team. What was that experience like for you, especially as a teenager? Um, what was the experience of being kicked off of the football team like? Uh, well, it wasn't fun. At the time, it was it was you know it was it was very serious at the time. Mm-hmm. It was a very difficult uh, period in my life for me to be in because, you know, at 20 years old, um, I found myself like running the, like running the campus. You know what I mean? I mm-hmm. like I had, you know, a 200 yard, you know, three touchdown game. It would come back to my room and you know. My, there might be some people in, in the room, like, waiting for me. There might be some girls waiting for me. Oh. Um, I, you know, like, like, you know, like varsity blues type yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I've, you know, been all up in the bar when I was 19. Like, everyone knew who I was, but I wasn't supposed to be there. But I got all this power from playing football. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You see these these kids nowadays, and, you know, mine was even a Division two. I mean, you see it like that times 10 with, like, a Johnny football, a Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Right? People are all over them. You get these kids that are thrust into these you know, huge, powerful positions because you're, you know, you're in the spotlight, so to seem. So when I got, um, when I got humbled, if you will, it was very, it was, a, it was a huge lesson for me at the time. Everything seemed stacked against me. I was in a lot of trouble with the law and, um, it ended up being like a slap on the wrist, um, through the eyes of the law. You know, there's no felonies or anything like that. You know, a bunch of fines, um, a couple summary offenses, which were like more fines, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But for me, what it taught me is just, um, you know, how quickly you can be humbled. And I think it helped me out and really prepared me for what I'm about to go into life right now because that was, you know, ba- a little, that was baby power compared to what I'm about to have, what I have now. I mean, you're talking about a small 11,000 person school and now, you know, being on something where the whole world sees you. So it's like, you know, it was, uh, it was definitely a, a, a learning lesson for me. I, I couldn't, I, I def- definitely don't think I'd be where I'm at right now if I didn't learn that lesson. Yeah, it was an yeah. eye-opener. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And you're pretty close with your parents, right? Yeah, I'm very close with my parents. Yeah. How did they handle the situation? Um, it was, yeah, I mean, it was, it, was, it was really hard for them. Again, it was the first time I had ever been in trouble. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know what, they didn't really, it's almost like, you know, it was uncharted territory. I mean, yeah, they're there to support, to support you, but at the end of the day, I mean, you can be a big boy. You're going to have to get through it by yourself. You know, there's nothing they, they can't really do for me. Yeah. I've never really, I've, I've never grown up with, like, 
you know, lots of money or, you know, anything given to me. So this was no, this was no different. You know, I had a public defender when I was trying to handle all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to fight my way back into school because they kicked you out of, kicked me out of school for a little bit Mm -hmm. and you could appeal it. Mm -hmm. And me being a criminal justice major, um, I know how to fight a case. So I was like playing lawyer for myself. And I went in, I got to cross, cross-examine, uh, cross-examine witnesses and, you know, destroy people's credibility who were saying bad things. And, you know, I ended up fighting my way back into school. And then two years later, I ended up graduating. So, um, you know, it's, it's just a success story if you want to look at it in the whole. Yeah. And a lot of people, uh, a lot of people only remember, you know, the trouble that I was in. But, you know, it's, it's just like anything else. I mean, you have to, you have to go through certain things and learn them, you know, the hard way sometimes. I wish I hadn't. I wish I could just listen to my parents and, you know, not do the wrong things and just, you know, be perfect. But, you know, I'm human. I had to learn the hard way. And at least, you know, a cool thing about it is the fact that, you know, I went through something and did learn from it. Mm-hmm. It'd be a tragedy if you went through this road and didn't and learn from spiraling. it, came out and did the same type of thing because God doesn't have time for that. Were your parents pretty strict with you growing up? Not really. I think that's another reason I had to learn the hard way. Yeah. You know, I was I was the only child, so I was kind of, you know, just like running around getting whatever I want. Uh <laughs> You're um, spoiled. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> well, you know, what, like you know, spoiled, like like spoiled with love and attention. We didn't have too much money, so it's not right. you could spoil me with money. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much kind of got my way growing up. I, you know, my parents didn't really hit me or anything like that. Probably should have. Probably should have smacked me around a little more. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I mean, the, the one thing that my parents always did give me is is lots of love. Mm-hmm. And you know, through that love, I found my way as a man. Love is all you need. Yeah. Love is all you need. Well, so you were mentioning that you graduated yeah. um, with a criminal justice degree. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after college, like a lot of people, hard time finding a job. Really hard, yeah. Um, did you ever think you'd be in that position considering, you know, you went to school, graduated, I'm going to have a job after. Did it ever cross your mind, like, the trouble that I've gotten into or the, or the economy or whatever would cause me to not have a job? Did it ever cross your mind? Not, in, not, until, I, not until I graduated. Like, I remember when I graduated, it was, it was really hard for me. Okay. Uh, when I graduated, I had this degree now. You went to a four-year school. Everyone said you're supposed to go to school and graduate. That's what, like, the status quo is. I'm the only child. Got to do it. So I got out, and it was really strange for me because I have this degree that I can't use now. And it's mm. like mine's really tricky because I have a criminal justice degree. I'm supposed to be, like, a lawyer or, like, doing something in the law. Mm. Um, and then, you know, for for um that for that realm you have to have a squeaky clean record mm-hmm. you're gonna do something in the law yeah. you're gonna work with like criminals you can't have been one yeah. you know what i mean so it was it was strange because you know a i couldn't use what i had just worked so hard for and b i'm thinking like you know this is really a slap on the wrist i don't I'm not, it's not like i'm a like a convicted yeah. felon i got a couple like summary offenses not even that serious but again it's not like i'm trying to be you know what anything besides something in the law but you know this is where god put me so i'm in this you know it, it was i was like kind of like stuck in between a rock and a hard place as they call mm-hmm. it so it was really difficult for me and i think at the end of the day being in that situation is what kind of helped me move um over here forward yeah yeah mm-hmm. and you had to do a couple of odd jobs like pumping gas making yeah. sandwiches what was that time like for you that that was even more strange because here you got this kid that's a college graduate mm-hmm. uh, making sandwiches right and it's you know it makes you think a little bit about society and you know the way that our our education is kind of now de- depreciated a little bit you got all these kids with bachelor's degrees that work at mcdonald's right you yeah. know what i mean it's almost like you need it's almost like today the masters was the bachelors of yesterday if that makes right. any sense yeah. you know what i mean and it's like you're just you just SOL if you have no, if you, if you have, have a high school diploma. So that was even that was even crazier because, you know, I, I felt like I had wasted five years of, of education. You know what I mean? I learned a lot, but at the time I felt really confused. Um but I was really determined once I made once I made the decision to come over here, I was very focused and determined. So I didn't care if I had to pump gas or mm-hmm. make a sandwich because I knew where I I knew where I'm going. You know what I mean? I didn't know it. Right. But like mm-hmm. I have a very, I have a very strong drive. Like you know, the more we get to you know know each other in life, you'll you'll see that. But um, yeah. But I bet you make a killer sandwich. Oh, I can make a sandwich. What's your special sandwich? I can make the hell out of a peanut butter and jelly. You <laughs> <laughs> crunchy or creamy? <laughs> uh, I actually like crunchy. Yeah, high five. <laughs> okay. yes, high five to the rule. Sandwiches <laughs> in Tyler's house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Now, okay, so so you you moved out here to to LA, right? yeah, and so you were you were on this quest, yeah, right? Like you were like, what was the quest? Really, what just, was the reason? Yeah, like really just the quest because, um, I was getting, you know what? We're not going to get too deep into it, but I was involved in some in some silly stuff, right? The one thing about me is, you know, if I'm if I'm put in a situation, I understand it. I'm not someone who's going to like roll over and be like homeless on the street. That's just not me. Mm. So if you won't let me get it the right way. I'm going to get it the wrong way. You know what I mean? I'm going to get it, the bottom line is. And I was in a place where I was doing that. And I have a very strong sense of, like, you know, morality, what's right and wrong. So, like, I knew it was only a matter of time before I was going to get in trouble doing what I was doing. And, you know, I'd already had a little bit of run-in with the law in the past. I didn't want it to be something that I couldn't bounce back from. You know, you can bounce back from a summary offense. I mean, you start going into, like, convicted felon, it's kind of, like, it's hard to bounce back from that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Yeah. Um. So I knew, I, I felt like I had to get out. I had two to uh you know, I call my cousins. You ever have like, you know, your dad your your dad's best friend growing up, you know, yeah. you call him Uncle your Mike. Cousins. It's not really yeah. your your uncle. Yeah. Right. Because like I had my two cousins, my friends I grew up with, that have actually moved over here and they were boxing. Um one of them was a personal trainer. But they had been over here, they had made it out of Philly like I wanted to and they had very similar mind mindsets and mind frames and it just seemed like uh, a good team to go like try to start a dynasty with or or try something new mm. i didn't want to be in this little nine to five gig like i didn't want to settle i felt like i was in like a midlife crisis at age 23 if that even makes any sense so the quest was just was just for more i didn't really know what it was but i did i definitely know i didn't want to stay here mm. so i wasn't going to stay in this little cesspool i moved over here didn't know what i was going to do uh, i remember i remember asking them all the time like well, how are we going to do i'm like i don't know i was like all right well like, like it. you know, let me just let me just ship my car over and let's just go and we'll just we'll just figure it out when we get over there. Yeah. So I came over here and uh, I started personal training actually. Mm. Um, but, but but now was that move scary because you really didn't know what, what to expect? You know, we're going across country basically, yeah. and so it's, it's 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 come on, it's super scary, especially for a guy that's like you know has a persona like I ain't I ain't scared. Yeah. Trust me, it's very scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's be vulnerable here. It's really scary because you don't you. you the unknown is always scary. Yeah. yeah. Um, you ask someone, what am I going to do when I get there? And they tell you, honestly, I don't know. Right. Um, I look at my bank account and it's like, all right, I got like 500 bucks to my name. I can ship my car over. I get over there to LA with 500 bucks to my name. I got like a trunk full of clothes and I can sleep on someone's floor. It's like, all right, now what? <laughs> Everyone yeah. comes over here to do the same thing. I, at the time, I had no idea of like the industry. I, didn't even, I wasn't even thinking about none of that. I was just thinking about like making a good living because you know I was in a place where I was I was messed up. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, so it was definitely really scary. Yeah. Not, not, but did you ever think that it would lead into acting? No. No. Maybe, maybe like modeling or something. You know, because you know I've I've grown up and had a certain look my whole life. Uh. I could get that. You know what I mean? Because and this is this is nothing against like a model or anything like that but from the outside looking in it doesn't seem like there's too much to it mm-hmm. right yeah. you sit there you look the way you look they take pictures of you maybe something like that maybe you're going to walk down the street and get discovered like that but never acting cuz i'd never done it mm. so um it's like thinking you're going to be like a horse jockey and never rode a, like rode a horse you know yeah, what i mean right. um so no i never thought i would i would be an actor and how many years ago was this this happened when you finally came to la Two and a half years ago. Wow. It just happened. This is wow. fresh, yeah. Okay. Now, yeah. what 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 did your parents think, you know, moving across the country? I thought I was country? crazy. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely thought I was nuts. <laughs> so crazy because I talked to my dad all the time about it. And, like, you know, he starts getting emotional. And he's like, man, I'm so glad you guys, you just didn't listen to us. Because yeah. <laughs> they were really trying, they were really lobbying me to stay there. Right. You know, um, don't, you know, don't worry about paying rent. You know, my parents love me. Yeah. Don't worry about paying rent. You know, if you if you need a couple extra bucks, like you know, like you, you can ask us for it. And they don't have any money to give me, right. but they're you know they'll do anything for me. Mm-hmm. And it was you know it's it, it's hard to move away from something like that. You know, I'm the only child here. Yeah. I have a very strong, you know, relationship with both my parents, but especially my mom. You know, the mother son thing. Yeah. Mom's um, boy. Yeah, you know, oh. mom's boy. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, I mean, they really wanted me to stay there, and it's you know it's the whole bird it's the whole bird leaving the nest thing. Yeah. You don't you know. It's just a it's it's just a love thing. They just love me. They just want me to be safe. So, out of all the cities that differ from Philly, mm-hmm. I know you mentioned that your cousins were already here, but yeah. why else? Like, why Los Angeles? Because this is where my support system was at, and that's what was necessary. Like in my foundation, I know how. You know what I mean? I know. 
I know like the ins and outs are like building something big, and then you have to have a really strong foundation or the house is going to fall down. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know anyone anywhere else. Like if they were in if they were in Florida, I'd be going Go to Florida. Florida yeah. mm-hmm. So it's like when you start to look at why they were over here, you start to understand like now now what the Lord's doing. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So that's why they're over here because I was supposed to come here. Right. So as you mentioned earlier, you started off as a personal trainer when you first moved out here. Yeah. And you were approached by a producer who yeah. liked your look and wanted you to audition for this movie. Mm-hmm. You rarely hear of these it's stories crazy, where crazy, people right? are approached. It's like it sounds too good to be true. <laughs> like know, I can't crazy. imagine how awesome that was. Tell us that story. How, how What was that like for you? Um, I had been out here for like three months. Three months. Yeah. I've right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. been for three months, and this dude Charlie, <laughs> my man Charlie Matera, he had, he had approached me. He was producer of this uh, smaller independent film, like not not too much money, low budget, but he was having a really hard time casting this role uh, for this film that he was producing. And on paper, the the character was very much like me. You know, my look, mm. my type of feel, you know, everything. So he was like you know what, why don't you come audition for it? And I'm like, shoot, man, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. But I was like, you know, three months into it, you know, I always got that hunger for more. And it's like, I, I'm i really I'm really present in life. So like, I understand when someone else might not that this is an opportunity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, something's going on here. Let's go. So I went in there and I was like, butchering it. I was so bad. Because <laughs> I, I didn't even know what sides were at this point. I didn't know how to like, like memorize. Side of gravy? Like what are we <laughs> even doing here? So like, I kind of just uh, I kind of just read through it, understood what the gist of it was. I was vibing with my friends. And I really just I kind of started like ad-libbing everything. Everyone in the room was like looking at me. I was nuts. I wasn't following what was going on. But you know a lot of times when you see a spark in someone, it's like they could be doing ten things wrong. But mm-hmm. you see a spark in someone, it'll it'll have you call them back. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I I ended up getting a call back for it, and shortly after I booked it. So that was the start of um of you know my acting career. So in the future they'll say. So even though you butchered it, yeah. they still wanted <laughs> still you. Right? Yeah, How yeah. awesome is that? It's crazy. So I guess in the future they'll say, you know, at some point that I was discovered at a gym. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have that in your bio? Discovered, yeah, Tyler right? Lepley, discovered, discovered at a at gym. The gym. <laughs> well, as you had just discussed a little earlier, you know, you had some pretty rough years leading yeah. up to your move. Yeah. After you booked this role and worked on this project, was this kind of like a glimmer of hope, you know, that you had something in your future? Yeah, yeah, it definitely was a glimmer of hope. But what it, it, it definitely got, at this point in the story, it got confusing because... All right, now you have. All right, I did that one because I did that one the way I did. You know, he just set me up. I booked it. He set me up on another one, and I booked another one. So at this point, it started to get weird because I did two things with no help. Um, so like, you know, now I'm an actor, but like, now what? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really know like where to go from here. So I just, you know, I just started. I started thinking. I, you know, I innately remembered what my football experience was like. I was really naturally gifted at football, which is why I didn't really work as hard as I should have. Mm-hmm. A lot of times when you have a natural gift, it's also your curse, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. And that's how football was. Like I had, at the end of the day, I had a failed NFL dream. I failed at it, mm. no, matter, no matter how you want to look at it. Um, so I didn't want that to, to happen again. You know, here I was, naturally good at something. I'm booking it by myself. No, no representation, no acting class, no nothing. I'm just going in there. Um, so at this point, I didn't want to make the same mistake twice, so I started listening to a couple of my friends that were saying, all right, look, you got to go to acting class, you got to get yourself some headshots, you got to get some representation. So slowly but surely, this is when I started to, um, this is what I started to, to do just that and um, apply myself and really just understand what God is putting in front of me. So yeah. you can't, you, you know what I mean, you can't start goofing up opportunity after opportunity because soon there won't be any, you know, and... You know, tomorrow's not promised out here, especially in something that something like this industry yeah. is so fickle. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, so I, I ended up trying to. I started to try to do it. You know, for real, started to try to apply myself yeah. at this point. Yeah. Did you have any? Uh, well, I would say since you're you're mentioning that, did you have any bad habits that resurfaced during this time that kind of tested you, or were you like, you know what, I'm done with that life. Yeah. I'm done with messing up. Now yeah. A whole new side of me is here. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's like. Uh, you know, bad things can happen when you're in bad situations. The reason I needed to leave Philadelphia is because everything around me was bad. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The friends I was hanging out with do, were doing bad things. Um, you know, I was just in a, uh, you know, I was in a place where they didn't. It's almost like you know, no one. A lot of a lot of times, people don't even dream over there. It's just like you know what? You wake up. It's like it's gloomy. It puts you in a certain feel. Things around me weren't right. So mm-hmm. I needed to get out of that situation because if I got out of the situation, I wouldn't need to to be dealing with this type of bad things. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I got out of there. You know, all that stuff stopped. I've never been in trouble since I left Philadelphia. You know what I mean? Did yeah. any of your old friends, some of those bad influences, start popping out of the woodworks after you moved here and started seeing some success? Yeah, a couple of them called me from jail asking for money. Wow. Yeah, wow. so, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I have, I, have, I have friends in, you know, doing big boy time right now as we speak. Steve and I just talked to him yesterday, actually. Steve Michaels. Shout out to Steve. <laughs> but, um, you know, he'll, he'll be out in a couple months. But, you know, it's just really... A thing I learned from being around these people is, you know, and I call them these people, these are my friends I'm talking about. It's like, you know what? Even these criminals, they're good people. They're just making bad decisions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in life, there's consequences for your decisions. So it's like, you know, if if you're going to make these decisions, you got to you got to get out of there. A lot of people, a lot of people struggle with making a a decision that big because it's life changing. Mm -hmm. So I never really had too much trouble once I got out of there. That's good. That's yeah. good. And, you know, I'm, I'm glad you didn't become a statistic. Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is, the, which is good. You yeah. know what the statistic is. Yeah. yeah. It's right. supposed to be a jail or something. So mm-hmm. now, now let's let's you know kind of go back and talk about your your first movie, which was Slumber Party Slaughter. Slumber Party Slaughter, right? And you were able to work with Tom Sizemore. I was, yeah. yeah that was your your first your Tommy, first film. Yep. First film. So what was that like? You know, because he's a big name in the yeah. game. You know, yeah. and so working he's with a rock star. with him, like what what was that experience like? Um. It was it was it was cool and you know for a bunch of different reasons. First of all, I got to learn a lot. Mm. First time being on set, there's a lot of like small things you got to learn. You know, you know how to slate. What are we gonna do when we start blocking? You know, just yeah. just terminology and stuff like that. So, I remember him and Robert Carradine actually took me out for lunch one time, and you know teaching me the ropes and whatnot. You know, small things here and there, just lingo and stuff. So it was cool to be able to have you know a couple mentors yeah. to try to show you around a little bit. As you start going, yeah. and you know, hats off to them because you know a lot of people aren't like that, and you don't have to be like that. You know what That's I mean? Right. Take time out and try to school the young ones coming in, because at the end of the day, some people get really like, like threatened, like you know, yeah. because this is a very competitive industry. Industry, you know, it's almost like I don't want to teach him; he's going to come try to take my spot. So for them to go ahead and do that speaks volumes on who they are as men and people. And, you know, actors, professionals. I mean, that's amazing. Your mentor, David Carity, you know, he just took me out for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he gave me some tips. Right. No big deal. Tips, yeah. did, you, did you feel like you had to play catch up um, with the rest of Hollywood considering you had never acted before, never taken classes, never did anything in, in the acting world? Yeah, I think, I think I did. I think that's why I hit it so hard, like, when I hit it. Because I felt like I was, you know, I felt like I was behind. You know, anytime you start something new and everyone around you has been doing it forever, you know, as a competitor innately, you're going to feel like you're behind. So I definitely felt like that, and I think it helped me um, do it the way I've been doing it, you know what I mean? Um, put that type of effort into it and not not take it for granted and stuff like that. I think that helped all, like, the process. All right. Well, you are currently starring in Owns Hit, and I emphasize Hit, right. TV show, The Haves and the Have-Nots. Yeah. You star as Benny Young. But this audition process took four months. Long time, yeah. That, like, tell yeah. us about the process. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the biggest difference between something like a Slumber Party Slaughter, which is an independent film, yeah. and something like a Baggage Claim, which is a, you know, a studio-backed movie, or The Have the Have-Nots, which is a... Um, uh, a, a studio backed um, or a network backed television show is like the process. <clears throat> you know, I was able to book Summer Party Slaughter in two in two visits. Mm-hmm. You get your audition, you get a call back from there. You kind of book it, maybe a producer session um, if it's if it's if it's bigger or something like that. But when you start to deal with you know studios or or networks, you have what's called screen testing. Mm-hmm. So I probably had through that four month process, probably saw them about six times. Because I had auditioned for both shows, um, The Have, The Have Nots, and Love Thy Neighbor. He was creating two okay. at the same time. Mm-hmm. I did well with both of them, so I got the screen test for both of them. That's when, like, Tyler and, you know, everyone from Tyler Perry Studios will fly to wherever you're at or have you flown there. And they come watch, like, the best of the best now. Mm-hmm. All right, that went well. And then we had another audition. Then they wanted to see. They wanted to have another screen test in Atlanta. So now they flew us all over there. 
So, like, the whole process was about four months, and I saw him about five or six times. And you had to do one of those auditions in front of Tyler? Two of them in front of Tyler. <sighs> yeah. Were you nervous? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> first, of all, I would die. Yo, first of all, the dude's 6'6. Six, six. Right. Yeah, Tyler's yeah. big. Yeah. And, he's st- and you don't know him at this point. Like, after you know him, you know, he's a real genuine, sweet person. But, you know, you know, you walk in 6'6, six, six, stone, stone cold, stone face. He's very intimidating. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Especially when there's no one there, it's just him. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so it was like, yeah, it was definitely very intimidating to to go ahead and do it in front of in front of Mr. Perry. Is that what well, you called him, Mr. Perry? Mr. Perry, yeah, <laughs> TC, whatever. Yeah, right. Well, clearly, you killed it. How do you survive the aftermath of an audition, especially one that grueling throughout that whole process okay, and all the anxi- anxiety that comes with it? Well, I was all right. By this point, where are we at? This is like six months ago. I'm like, I'm like, a, I'm like a year and a half into it at this point. It's like I'm I'm just coming for anything. If it's not this, first of all, I understand what the Lord's doing now, right? Mm. So if it's not this one, it's going to be the next one. And if it's not that one, it's for a reason. If it's this one, it's for a reason. I was at the point now where, you know, and I got representation at this point. I was at the point where my representation is now sending me out a couple, you know, a few times a week, several times a week. So you're getting a, you're getting a, a a good amount of opportunities, right? Yeah. So it's like a jump shot on the court. So. If I'm like a young Jordan, you know Jordan got cut from his first team. Yeah. Right. Okay, so I'm a young Jordan out here. And it's like I'm shooting these shots. Some are airballing, some are bricking, some are just dribbling in, rimming out. Like I'm going to hit one of these jump shots. Yeah. So it was to the point where it's like, you know what, after these auditions, I don't really get nervous. I just – I'm going right to the next thing. I remember when I got back from the screen test in Atlanta, um, when, I, when I got the call, I was in the middle of like going to another audition. I was, I was so hungry – that there was no room for like anxiety or anything like that, so I, I didn't really feel like nervous after it because I was so I was I was so focused on it. It's almost like it's almost like a tunnel vision. I'm not I don't even see anything else. Yeah, it was it was crazy. I wasn't even feeling none of that. I love your mindset. I know, right? So yeah. inspiring and the sports analogies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> great. Now, one one nice thing I know that you you said in uh, recent interviews is that you know especially on your show. That a lot of the actors and even Tyler Perry and them like they they kind of check their their ego at yeah, the door for sure and and so do you think that, that that helps really you know create a culture and a real strong atmosphere and the camaraderie just kind of with with you and the cast and the crew yeah absolutely I think that's I think that's the reason for it and it really all starts with with Tyler mm. you know he's got when you got such a solid North Star you have someone like Tyler Perry who's worth close to a billion dollars right. checking his ego at the door. You know, as humble as can be, leading leading every morning with a prayer. I mean, it's like you you better shut up and check your ego at the door. So it's like it really is just a trickle-down effect. So, you know, everyone is like that. That's really the first thing I always notice. Like every time I go on set, it's just the energy. You know, you can can get anyone there to read lines with you. You can get anything from anyone there because everyone is really genuine. And, you know, it's a big thing that that it's based in Atlanta, I think. Mm. Over here in L.A., it's like. I don't know. Something about something about over here makes people just yeah. not genuine. Mm-hmm. It's the water. It's the water. It's <laughs> the water. Definitely the water. <laughs> All that it's the sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, everyone has. Everyone is is really cool over there, and is is so far from like egotistical that it's it's really a good team and solid foundation to be a part of. It's good. Yeah. Well, since its debut in 2011, Owen has kind of struggled to build its ratings. Mm-hmm. But then your show comes along. You guys are just killing records mm. all over the place, including becoming one of Owen's highest or the highest rated series premiere with 1.77 million viewers. And finished and 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 finished off the finale had like 2.7. Even more, yeah. right. right? So you guys strong. are killing it out there. Yeah. Do you think that your show was just what the network needed? It's yeah. I mean, it's definitely one of the. It's definitely one of the things that the network needed. I mean, I think that there's a lot. There's lots of things that you can need anytime you start anything that's new. Right. You know what I mean, this is her. This is it's her first time having a network. I mean, it's a really big deal. It's not like owning a car. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you know, there's gonna be a lot of things that you need with it. You know, one of the first thing that you need is something that's gonna get your 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 ratings up, the, the viewers up. So it was so cool to watch her. Um, you know, she didn't. She didn't bring Tyler Perry on board. You know, Tyler. Tyler owns a, a piece of the of the network, mm-hmm. Right. right? So it was really cool for to to watch them collaborate because she, you know, she put a lot of trust into Tyler. You know, because she brought she collaborated with Tyler so he could use his expertise and create some shows to get these view get the viewings up, and that's exactly what he did. So uh, 
it was it was great to be able to watch them collaborate and go ahead and do that because that's definitely one of the things that she that she needs. You know, just more of the same thing, and you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to be a hit, just like your TV show was, just like anything else she does in life is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in the past, in past interviews, you've described the show as a sexy drama that pushes boundaries. Yeah, it does. Do you think that OWN needs more shows like this? Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, you know, being being dynamic and 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 diverse and anything you do is great. So especially with a with something that people are watching because there's so many different demo, demographics. You know, our show was great for um, like what's our target audience? Black women in between 25 and 55. It's like the number one show. Right. So it's like you know what. Um, you got you got a hundred percent of the crowd. We just sectioned off twenty five twenty five percent of it. Bang! Lit all twenty five percent on fire. All right, so we got seventy five percent left. All right, so we're gonna have to get this. Shoot that demographic now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's definitely one of the things that it needed. I think that um, you know, with it being so new, you know, of course there's more things that it needs, but that will that will happen eventually. And yeah. you know, th- these are great great television and just great minds. Period. That are putting this together. So. I have no doubt in my mind that they'll get everything they need. Right. Yeah. So with this being Tyler's first scripted drama series mm-hmm. and Oprah's first series for, for own, first scripted series for own, did you guys feel any added pressure oh, yeah. for it to succeed? Yeah. You know, because like you said, it's the first first of both worlds for you know, for, for both of them. His first television drama series, her first scripted series, um, he's changing homes. He's going from, what, TBS to Oprah Winfrey Network mm-hmm. now. So there's a lot of firsts involved with it. And, you know, there's a lot of money put behind it. So it's like anytime you're dropping a lot of money, it's like, you know, I'm going to bite my nails, you know, even yeah. quicker now. So there was a lot of pressure to it. That's why it's that's why it's so, you know, mind-blowing, the success that it's had. Yeah. You know, because, you know, the chips were, you know, were kind of... I'm not going to say they're stacked against you because, again, you're talking about Tyler Perry and Oprah Winfrey here. So, you know, they can really get through anything. But, you know, the chips are a little bit stacked against you. And they and they hit a grand slam out of the park. Yeah, that they did. That's yeah, yeah. for sure. Followed <laughs> up with 20 episodes. And, you know, so, you know, we're leaving next week to go back down and shoot the next season. Oh, we got you right before Congrats. you go. Right. Congrats. Yeah, yeah, Congratulations. Thanks. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate it. So now, uh, what do you hope to, to see happen with uh, Benny's character? Uh, I, I, I really want Benny's character to start opening up the way I know, you know, people push to the brink, open up, mm. you know, I'm, I'm one of these people that's backed into a corner, you know, you got, you got the, you, the dog that you've raised since it's been a baby and, you know, you back into a corner, eventually it's going to bite you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I feel like Benny is, you know, he's, he's the glue to his family, right? He's always trying to do the right thing. You got Candace is going crazy. My mom's working. Don't want to see that. So this push-pull between them, I mean, I'm always getting caught up, though. As a nice guy who's always taking the fall, I mean, that's only going to be able to happen so much before you see someone snap. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? Um, and you have to think about, watch as you watch Candace, Candace's, um, as you watch Candace, you know, Tika Sumter's character, you know, we all talk about where we come from in this yeah. story. You know, the have-nots. Like, you know, she talks about seeing death and this and that. Okay, well, Benny grew up in the same household. Right, mm-hmm. Benny's ca- very capable of snapping, just like Candace is. He's just a little more mature and understands the consequence. Um, so you know, you get you, you get booked with two keys in your car, and it's not yours. And you just get out, and you get run over by a car. Yeah. You got all these bills. I mean, I'm probably not going to be nice when I wake up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? <laughs> so it's like I, I'm definitely eager to see Benny grow as a person. Um, yeah, and just and just expand as a person, just like we all do in life as individuals. Now, which one of your castmates do you think is most like their character? <laughs> who's most like their character? Um, and who's least like like their like their character? Too? You know what? You know who's really who's you know who's least like their character is actually I think now of course there's parts of her that is like this mm. right I'm sure mm. and I don't know her t- I don't know her that well um, but but Tika's not like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. she's very, she's very manipulative on the show, and yeah, she's you know she she's is, raising yeah. hell on the yeah, show. Yeah. She's so sweet in real life. So she she she's probably the least like her character, even though she's killing her character. Right. Um, who's most like it? It's it's probably it's probably it's probably my mom, the one the woman who plays my mom, because she's just as sweet as she is in real life as she is on the show, 
and I would just say a lot of a lot of my answer is a lot because a lot of people aren't like they are in real life on the show. Mm-hmm. You know why it's not a why it's not a drug addict. Mm-hmm. Um, Gavin, who plays Jeffrey, is not gay in real mm-hmm. life. Um, you know, um, Renee, who plays Catherine, doesn't have a serious drinking problem in real life. Great so, actors. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. so all these people are really good actors. So uh, yeah, yeah, those those two are probably the the most and least likely character. Okay. Well, we just want to say thank you. See, I, I want to say thank you on behalf of all of your fans um, for Benny being shirtless <laughs> <laughs> um, on the very first episode. Yeah. That's one way to set up the entire season. Um, <laughs> uh, Two part question. Yeah. Number one, if you would like to show your abs, be go ahead. Feel free. You know, we're yeah. not going to stop you. Nick especially is excited. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at not. I know. Then the other part is you're a gym rat, right? So yeah. and, you know you're a personal trainer. Do you feel any pressure, any added pressure to keep it tight, keep it right, since everybody's looking at your physique? Um, yeah, I mean for sure, especially because you know right now, you know this is another, this is another situation I've been running to. Anyone that wants to watch me for any reason, I take as support. I don't get mad if someone says, you know what, you're a great actor, but you look like hell. Well, you know what, you watched, you watched it and you like mm-hmm. my character, thank you. You know, if someone says, you know, you can't act, but damn it, you're easy on my eyes, I'm going to watch you. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know what, that's great. That's, you that's, say that what's so up? confidently. <laughs> no, oh, I said both, both sides of the spectrum. Um, but either, either or, you know, I take it all as support and, you know, I don't take any hard feelings to it. So, like, with that being said... You know, I've had I've have had some people that you know really haven't haven't said anything about my acting, just are focused on like what I look like, and it's, you know it's, it's flattering, it's great, I love it. But you know, with people looking at you, yeah, of course there's some added pressure. You know what I mean? It's like it's not like you know I'm around a bunch of like Joe Schmoes. You know what I mean? Aaron is like a Aaron's like a GQ supermodel, like right. before the show. Mm. Um, you know, G- Gavin is also a personal trainer, has you know great physique. Right. Um, you know, so everyone on the show is great looking. So. Of course, there's you know there's added pressure. You don't want to show up with this you know with this flab. You know what I mean? <laughs> <All right>. so, <laughs> this flab. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely added pressure. It's and, okay. It's and okay. Since the last since the last show, I'm you know I'm coming back with a vengeance. All right. Last season, when you see me without my shirt, I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, I was like two, I was like two oh eight, I was like two ten. Okay, I'm pushing I'm, I'm pushing two twenty two right now. Oh, All right, so, uh, so Benny, go ahead. And th- Benny threw on some weight. Benny Bicep. Yeah, Benny Bicep. You got to throw that in there. That was a two-part question. What what was was the second part? Oh, the the first question was about your abs. Oh, okay. What? It's more of a statement. It was a statement? What what about my abs? You're more than welcome (laughs) to show them. Oh, oh, so this is a question now. Do do I want to show my abs? No, it wasn't a question. (laughs) Okay, so you're telling me to show my abs to you. Yes. Okay, so once we wrap this up. Give us a sneak peek of Benny season two. There you go. Okay, so once we wrap up. For your fans. He's like, please stop. Okay, well, after this, I guess we'll exchange contact info. You know, maybe I'll get to show fans. you my abs. What about the fans? Oh, for the fans now. Okay, okay. What can they expect from okay. Benny's abs? Well, well, all you got to do is follow me on Instagram, at Ty Leppard, <laughs> uh-huh. and I got a couple pictures of my abs so, you know, y'all can keep up with me. Do you your know, abs have a Twitter go. account? Do that. Um, <laughs> 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 I have a Twitter account. Not yet. I understand it's tough being in sex symbol. I get the same thing. Nick, you were the one that told us to ask him to show his see, abs. See, 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 funny. She got jokes, right? See? see this, this is what I had to, I had to deal with. On the, on the we keep things entertaining. Right. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll give you a break on that one, but mm-hmm. maybe yeah. after we will take you up on that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Tyler Perry. <laughs> Obviously, he's a huge media giant. He's been extremely yeah, successful in this industry. Mm-hmm. To say the least, what have you learned from working oh, with him? So much. You know what, Tyler? First of all, I've learned so much from him as an actor. You know, only being two years into the game, to be able to go down there and be underneath, um, you know, a, uh, a deadline like that. You know, we shoot an episode pretty much like an episode a day. Oh, wow. Maybe sometimes two wow. days, you know, depending if we're getting or reshooting or something. But that's really quick. I remember yeah. I did an episode of 90210, and it took about eight days to film one episode. Just one, yeah. yeah. So that shows you how quick we move. Right. So being under that type of, like, you know, stress or duress or whatever you the word would be, you know, you learn on your feet, so you learn really quick. I learned so much um, as an actor from him. But, you know, as... As you know, we all have seen in his past, he likes to break fresh faces, right? Me being one of them. Uh, he takes a lot of time outside of set to talk with you about what what this journey is now going to be like. You know, mm-hmm. you're gonna have you're gonna get a little bit of money now. 
You know, you're going to have people are going to start recognizing her. You know, you're going to have the girls going to want to get a little something. You know, mm-hmm. your family's going to start going nuts. Uh, what are you going to, like, you know what I mean? Like, how are you going to act? So I've learned a lot from him more as a person, actually, and how to deal with this um, onslaught of whatever you would like to call it, you know, breaking into this industry, mm. really, than I have as an actor. And I've learned so much as an actor. So when you combine the two, I mean, I've I've just learned so much from Tyler in the last year of, of being around him, you know, he's really grown more from like a boss um, into, you know, a mentor, mentor and really as a friend now. You know what I'm saying? Tyler's my friend. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. I know, yeah. like, you guys just, down like that. Right. You yeah. have like the most amazing mentors and stories and. Like, you know, some people have to go to school for years and years and years. Yeah. You're getting the training that people are paying for. Yeah, like, paying for, yeah. yeah. Man, it's crazy. Yeah, it's really, and you know what? It's really all, it all goes It all goes back to what God is doing. You know, I don't want to sit here and, like, beat it over the head or sound like I'm talking in a sound bite. But it's like, you know what? Once I once I book the job, once I, like, sometimes I'll sit, I'll sit and I'll think about everything that it took to get here. And it's, it's not until I look at the whole thing, and I'm far from done. I'm only 26. But, like, I look at this last two years and even, like, the last four years, going through the football, going through everything, God has put so many clues along the way that, like, right. I'm just starting now. Again, I remember when I first moved here, I wasn't even acting yet. Someone at the gym, I was working them out. Her name was Julia. And she was like, have you ever, like, thought about acting? I was like, nah. She's like, wow, like, you, you should do, like, a Tyler Perry film. You would be, like, really good in, like, a Tyler Perry film. And this is, like, you know, I didn't even, like, remember that until I had booked it. You know what right. I mean? So it's, like, to see how it really has all well, come unravels. on. Like that. Yeah, it's just, this is this is God's work right now. Oh, so man. I can't take too much credit for it. All right. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. There you, hallelujah. Go. there you go. Well, speaking of it, you know, I know many people would love to be in your shoes right mm. now, you know, on a, on a hit TV show, you know, on a Tyler Perry yeah. TV show. So when, when people ask you how you got the role and how you booked the role, like, what do you tell them? Well, going back to the first part of what you said, a lot of people want to be where I'm at right now. Yeah. They want to be where I was at five years ago. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, you know. Not rarely in life do you get handed something like this. You know, what I mean, you have to yeah. kind of find your way to it. But um, you know, when when people see where I'm at and they say they you know they want to have my life or they want to be where I'm at right now, what do I say to them? Is the, was the question right? Yeah. Um, I say to them that you know, first of all, th- this isn't given. You have to really be able to work for it. You got to have really thick skin. Mm. You know, you, how many mm. no's are you going to hear before you hear yes? Right. A lot. So, you know, I really urge people to, to, to really double think. Is this what you really want to do? Now, if it is what you want to do, you have to be willing to, to cast everything aside to, and go after it because everyone's going to tell you you're stupid, first of all. Mm. And no one, I mean, I mean, yeah, you're going to have a couple people that will support you. Yeah, there's a couple loved ones in your life. Yeah, you know, my parents supported me. They said they loved me. Did they, did they really get it and understand it? Not really. You know, trying to get me to, to move back home or, you know, you got a friend. You know, I had a friend. I had a friend, uh, still, still my friend, but I remember when I was in this focused mode, I was only getting, I had, I had this personal training business because even throughout all this, still got to keep food on the table. Yeah. So I had, I had like enough money for rent. I had enough money for uh, my electric to keep the lights on. I didn't even have a car at this point. And I had enough money for my acting class. And, like that's all I was spending my money on. I remember one time mm-hmm. I had a phone bill that was due. It was like Something stupid, like 70 bucks. And I didn't have the money to pay it. But I had money to go to my acting class. Like, I could have easily dipped into my acting class mm-hmm. and paid this. And I didn't do it. And I remember I, had, I was talking about it. I was talking about, like, you know, my acting class, I got this audition. Like, I booked this. I'm all right. If I book this, I'm going to get that. Like, all right, here we go. I'm starting to get I have my friends friends talking to me. And he's like, he's like yo, bro, like, why, why are you, like, worried about that? Like, bro, you can't even pay your phone bill. Like, you probably just pay your phone bill. And I was like... Like, a part of me, like, I, the part of me that was listening to him was like, you know what? Like, you're right. I should probably just pay this phone bill. Like, you know what I mean? I, can't, I don't even have a phone. Talking mm-hmm. about going to class. But, like, the, the majority that didn't listen to me, the same majority that, that is, like, here now, the tunnel vision part of me was like, you know what? I, I, like, I'm not, listen, I'm not <laughs> listening to you right now. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. And that's where you have to get to get here. So you have to really, under, if this is what you really want, you have to understand you might have to, you know, you might have to grow away from some of these people. You can love some of these people from a distance. Right. You've got to start cutting people out of your life. That sends the wrong message. But it's like, you know what? If you're not down with this movement, you cannot be on this boat. If I have to row it by myself, I'm going to row it by myself. So be it. And if I'm going to drown, it's going to be me in the box when I'm in a coffin. You know what I mean? So to these people, I just I really urge you to, to, be, to be serious about it. Really have a drive. 
do not half-ass it. You know what I mean? Because you're going to end up like 90% of these other actors out here that's not working. Or, you know, you know, you can find them on Skid Row or something like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. God bless everyone. But a lot of those people are people that moved out here with the dream yeah. and are too stubborn to go back to it. You know, yeah. but I'm the same way. You know, this all, this all, if this all was over tomorrow, you know, I would thank God. I would go, d- I would, I would go down fighting out here. There's right. no way I'd move back. I'd be dead out here. Yeah. But yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, did you, or were you a fan of, of Tyler Perry or were you familiar with his work prior to, to working on the show? Yeah, I was really familiar with his work. I, um. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I watched a whole lot of it besides the Medea stuff. Mm. <laughs> I thought Medea was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, anytime the Medea films were on, I would always watch that because I just thought they were so funny. Um, but I was more, I was definitely familiar with his work. I mean, he's, at the end of the day, he's, uh, you know, he's on, the, he's on the cover of Forbes. Yeah. Right. So if you're looking at a business, right. man, you don't even have to be in the movies or television realm. If, you're a, if you want to be a, a, a successful businessman, he is, uh, you know, a hell of a mentor or an example to try to follow. So for sure, definitely knew all about Tyler Perry. Okay. Well, you got your first big movie in Black Hollywood coming yeah, yeah, up, yeah. Baggage Claim, Baggage Claim you out know. in theaters September 27th. Make sure you support Ooh. that. Um, but you were on the set with Paula Patton, Tay Diggs, Boris Kojo, uh, Jill Scott, Jill Adam Scott. Brody, Jamin Hunter, yeah. uh, uh, Ricky Smiley. Ricky Smiley. Yes. Ricky Smiley, yeah. <laughs> That's, this is crazy that you have so many people in Black Hollywood that are on this movie. What yeah. was that like for you being, you know, working on set with them? It was uh, it was big, you know. I actually did this before I did the haves and the have-nots. Okay. So this was like the first. Oh, wow, it was a yeah, while ago. It was a while ago, yeah. So this was like the first time, and that's where you get to kind of see the the turnover rate. Tyler Perry's like he shoots it, chops it up, and and distributes it like real quick. Yeah. You know, a normal turnaround time for like this film was probably like a year. Mm-hmm. So I actually did this way before I did the show. Okay. Um, but that was probably the first time. That was the first time I got on set, and it was, it was like star-studded. You know, all these you know great actors that you just mentioned so they actually um you know f- for the most part had their egos checked as well i mean i had conversations with paul i had big long conversations with tay diggs you know he was he was really um like mentoring me i remember we had like a 30 minute because all, all my scenes are with paula and tay diggs you know I, you would call it like a cameo what i have you know mm-hmm. um but i remember you know sitting and chatting with tay diggs man he took you know, time out. He wanted to know where I was from. He had had some some advice and knowledge to drop on me. So it's cool. Anytime you can go, you know, be in a situation like right. that. And I remember when I when I ran into Dave, uh, the director, Dave Talbert, for the first time. You know, he was cracking jokes. You know, because everyone said so silly. Everyone thinks I look like Drake. It's, it's not, it's not <laughs> so you know, too. yeah. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Right. <laughs> so you know, I came. I came. You don't want to say it. He had he had these Drake jokes. He had everyone rolling. Like it was it was <laughs> it was really fun. Like when I first as soon as I got on set, like everyone was laughing. We had a great time. So it was very um, it was a very cool atmosphere to to work in. And I got to learn. You know, I got to learn from the greats. So it was like I hurried. I, I went in. I, I I did my thing. You know, we had lots of fun. And I I learned as much as I could before before I bounced out. You know, at the end of the day, you don't want to. Be one of those cats who just Overstay talking. Your yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like you got at, at some point, you got to shut up and do your job. So, uh, I mean, I, my hats off to the whole cast and you know the north star of that, David Talbert. Actually, started out as a book, so yeah, mm-hmm. it took a long way for him to take that and bring it into this. So it was, it was Were cool. Were you like starstruck? Like, ooh, hey, Paula Patton. Yeah, right. I was like, hold <laughs> on, because you know she's my ex, she's like my ex girl in the film. I was like, all right, can mm-hmm. I get a kiss? Yeah. Like, yeah, you ex girl, tell Robin like go somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get this chemistry yeah, yeah, right. Let's yeah, get this chemistry. Yeah. Robin, don't worry about it. Let me just smooch on your girl real quick. <laughs> That's funny. What is your what was your audition process like for this movie? For this movie, I was actually I actually auditioned for <clears throat> a bigger role. Okay. Didn't get that role. And a lot of times what happens is like I actually auditioned for Tay Diggs' role. Um he's you know, he's a really big role in it. And I didn't end up getting it. And a lot of times when you have these like cameo roles um, they'll 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 fill them in with the people that went for the bigger roles. Mm-hmm. So I actually got handed this role, okay. but it was because they watched me audition for like you know the mm. uh, the bigger role, um, well, you know which was cool. So um, it was a uh, it was quick. It was it was a one. No, I went I went in twice. I auditioned for two parts, didn't get those parts, but from watching me, you know, I was good enough for them to give me this part. Um, and you know anything in a movie like this is is yeah. great. Even to just sit there and not speak. I mean, I, I do speak. I have a couple of scenes. But um, even if I was like an extra, I'd be cool with it. You know, it's cool to just be able to learn right. from those cats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're like Allen Iverson, you know, going to try to learn from Michael Jordan, it's, it's great. It's surreal. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And so then you mentioned the director, the successful playwright, so David yeah. E. Talbert. Dave, he's amazing. He is. He's a real cool dude, too. What was, what was it like working with him? Um, it was actually like kind of just like working with uh, like, it was like working with a friend, man. He's he was real cool with um, he was he was similar to Tyler and um, and asking for your input. You know, what do you what do you think you might say here? So it's like when you got someone that's like that, that's not really like a tyrant bearing down on you right. to ask for your input. It makes it more comfortable because at this point we're like we're collaborating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I'm, not, I'm not just doing what I'm told, which is cool. You know, I'll, I'll do what I'm told. I'm you know you're, you're the boss. I get it. But it's you know it's it's a treat. It's special when someone can open up, collaborate with you. And he was very collaborative, so it was really easy going. It was lots of fun. At the end of the day, this is a comedy, so right. it was lots of fun to work on it. How was this different? How was working with David different from Tyler? Um, probably really just the genres of what I mean between the two between the two men. What's the difference? Is uh, there's there's more similarities than there are differences. Okay, they're both great people, great uh, both you know God fearing men, both collaborative, take time off a set to speak with you, don't make you feel like you're just you know a day player, get the hell out of here, you know right. genuine. Um, the difference is is probably just probably like the speed of it. You know, we shoot really quick with okay. Tyler, and you know he 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 even writes some scenes like on the spot. Um, Dave was you know this started from a book. So there's a lot more time put into it. Like not that not that there wasn't a lot of time put into the have the have nots. Right. But like he he gets the idea, he's on the spot, he's writing it right now, and that's what you saw. That that great stuff, that's like the process. Happens right now and then it's on. Um Dave's process was just a little um more meticulous, if you will. People just work at different speeds, you know. Yeah. And one's not better or worse than the other. Right. They're just different. Right. So his was probably I think, you know, more of like a longer just a longer process. Okay. Yeah. What kind of TV and films would you like to do in the future? Um, I think if you look the way, if, if I would like to like blueprint my career, I would say I want this to do. I want this to do great. I want. To, I want to exercise all my options. I want to go for all the seasons that we can go. I would like to then maybe do. You know, te- it's, it's, it's unlike it was in the '90s mm-hmm. or the '80s. Television's huge now. They're making great television now. Right. It's great money. Um, I would like to maybe get on, you know, after this, after this is successfully finished, maybe something on, uh, um, like, network television, like ABC, NBC, mm-hmm. something like that. Maybe book a pilot and, and, and take it that route. Um, in between those, maybe I book a couple commercials here or there, a couple movies. And then I want to start transitioning to making big cinema, you know, big films and transition into that, you know, movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um that will probably take me. I want. I want to endorse a couple things. You know what I mean. I have. Uh, you know this whole this whole gym thing. That's that's in the back pocket. I mean, you know, Madonna just like endorsed like a chain of gyms. I know mm-hmm. she definitely knows what she's doing working out wise. I mean, she looks great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, I could re-engineer everyone's body inside out in this room. You know what I mean? Because I know I know exactly what I'm doing. It's like science. I call it body sculpting. You know what I mean? I like, sculpt your body up. So I mean, that's in the future. That will be there. I mean, you won't see it until my platform is right though. Because like I'm a, I'm very calculated. I'm a one shot one kill typer. So like I won't bring that out until it's until it's ready to be displayed. Uh, I mean before all this, I mean at some point I, I'm I wor- I'm currently working on an EP right now. Um, before all this, I actually man of many talents. Yeah, no. but it's like you know what? I understand that you got to water one plant at a time. I'm not going to mm-hmm. sit here and try to water all these plants and then complain when they're all only a one sh- one inch off the ground. Mm-hmm. I'm going to water this one right here, and it's going to explode. You know, it's going to give me the platform to start watering all these other plants. You know, I mean, you see a lot of people that make the mistake and just try to spread right. all the water everywhere, and it's like you kind of you kind of th- thin yourself out, water it down, so to speak. No pun intended. Right. Um, Are you, you said EPs? So you're going to rap? Yeah, yeah, so it's like before I came out Drake. here. Drake? Yeah, it's very, <laughs> Drake. Very Drake. Drake joke star, right? <laughs> I'm just so, kidding, Drake. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Tyler. Yeah, you're funny, right? <laughs> That's so Drake. <laughs> but it was like, you know what? Before I came out here, actually, me and my friend put down like a, like 150 songs in like, wow. in like a four-month span. So it was wow. like we were really kicking them out. And I mean, yeah. I have all of them right now. But again, you know. I want to perfect them and whatnot, and I don't want to seem any type of way. I don't want to just do it because I can right now. I want to do mm. it the right way. Um, so, you know, in, in due time, all that stuff is going to happen. But it's like you got to take one step at a time. You have to really understand the process. Each step is very important. Right. Right. Who are right. some actors that you dream of working with someday? Um, definitely Denzel. I've always been a huge Denzel fan. Um, definitely want to work with Denzel. I would love to work with um, with Meryl Streep. Mm. She's great. She's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I want to work with who else? I want to work with. I would like to work with Michael B. Jordan too. 
Because he's yeah. like a peer. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we're all peers, but he's like an age mate. He's, you know what I'm saying? I, I really respect his work. I love what he's doing in Hollywood. And uh, I would like to work with him as well. Do you prefer TV or film? Um, I don't, you know, I don't really have, at this point, I don't have a preference because I'm learning. I'm still, I still have so much to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if I had to answer, I'd pick television because I love my home right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I love going and working on that set. Right. Um, I haven't had too much experience in, in films yet. They have done a couple independent ones, and I, have, I spent two days on Baggage Claim. But um, right now, television. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, I enjoy being in front of the camera. So... Very cool. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So, just based off of everything that you've accomplished so far, yeah. right? How would you say that your your life lessons and your childhood and stuff like that in Philly have helped you out with your your career? First of all, if I'd have got all this, if I'd have got all this money and all this attention right now, I had never been humbled before. I would be. You wouldn't like the person you saw. I was way. I was way too arrogant. I was way like every. You have to understand. Like everything was given to me when I was younger. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. So it's like that's why you see these cats, not, not necessarily like in a, in, a, in, in a money standpoint, but like you know you see these, you, you've seen people before that have all this money and you know their nose is up in the air. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And it's like it's the same thing with like if someone gives you power, like you know, like you know, I'm, I'm like the football star. I got all girls. Like I'm not worried about none of, you know what I mean? It just changes your demeanor. Right. So it's like if I didn't go through any of that, I you, you probably wouldn't like the person. That 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 I was. It was just it was just too much. I wasn't I wasn't as humble as I was. Yeah. Um, it it's a big it's a big reason why I'm so mature, as we spoke about earlier. Um, it, you know, it, it helps me. It helps me when I'm when I'm in rooms now. I can really communicate with people. I listen before I before I talk. You know, mm. really small stuff that you're all, you're supposed to learn when you're growing up. And uh, you know, f- for me, I did learn that growing up. So. Um, for me, I wouldn't change it for the world because, you know, at the end of the day, it was like a slap on the wrist. But at the time, it was very, the, the severity of it was very real. Um, and because it was so real, it helped me, it helped me learn that lesson. And then when I got out of it, it was okay because it was just like a slap on the wrist. Mm-hmm. So all in all, it was, it, I, I, you know, I couldn't thank God more for it. So it definitely helped me with where I'm at today. Mm, that's a blessing, man. So uh, the ladies must know. Are you single, taken, dating, what? Um, I'm single right now. You know what? I have I have someone that I do care about. Okay. Um, mm. I do. But for me, it, it, this is another very focused thought. I'm very again. I'm very calculated. Like I'm still learn. I'm still finding out who I am at 26 years old. Mm-hmm. Right. The one thing I do know about about women is is what they need, what they deserve. Right. If I was going to make you my girlfriend, you would be. You would have to be my number one priority. Right. right? It's how it should be. That's how a good relationship is supposed to work. You don't want to have a girlfriend and you kind of brush her, you know, brush her yeah. to the side because I'm trying to do this. That's not really, that, you know, that's that's not what a gentleman does and that's not what a real relationship is supposed to be like. So because I understand that, you know, I would be lying if I if I told any woman you'd be my number one priority right now. Not as a disrespectful thing. It's just a very focused thought. I'm very focused on what I'm doing. And I know, I I think, you know, this is my, this is like my calculation on my gamble. I feel like at 35, um, even though um, breaking into the industry or finding someone to settle down with, both of them could be hard at 35. But which one is going to be harder, like breaking into an industry at 35 years old or like, or, or, or finding someone to try to settle down with? You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it would be harder at 35 age-wise, everything. I mean, come on. Talking about Hollywood here, they talk about you like you're old and you're 29. It's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I'm really understanding this opportunity that that I have right now, so I'm 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 choosing to put a hundred percent into it as opposed to eighty five, and then mm-hmm. have fifteen over here as my girlfriend because that's not fair for this girlfriend who only has fifteen percent of my time. It's just not yeah, fair. Right. So you know, right now, and it's also hard because I'm very capable of loving. My parents are still together. I have a very great example of what real love is like. Mm-hmm. I see it every day, or you know, I, I talk to them every day, and when I'm over there, I see it every day. So, um, you know, it can be difficult at times because, like I said, I have, you know, the big heart. I can love very easily. Um, but for right now, I'm choosing not to have a girlfriend so I can focus on what I feel is important. It's deep stuff. Mm, it yeah. is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we like to play games okay, here. Let's play games. 
uh, next, and uh, we have a really fun game for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we are going to test your Tyler Perry movie knowledge. Oh, you messed up. You're trying to get in trouble. You're trying to get in trouble. Better, you better. Uh, Tyler's score watching too. 100% so make sure. on this. Oh, shoot. Hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, 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 no. You got to put your phone down. Well, so, no, I'm not, no, no, I'm sorry. I had, a, I had like five missed calls. I just want to check them real quick. Go ahead, though. <laughs> All right, so we're going to read you the description of the movie, okay. and you will give us the name. And if you don't get 100% on this... Oh, uh, listen, first then... things first, I'm not getting 100% <laughs> on this. There's no way I'm going right. to get 100%. Steven, can we get some of that uh, game show Jeopardy music? Oh, shoot. <laughs> there we go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, you ready for this, crazy. Tyler? Yes, I am. All right, this first one's a little easy. Okay. We'll start off easy. Four couples go on a couples retreat. This also has a sequel. Why they get married? There you oh, go. Oh, yeah. come on. I told you the first one was easy. Okay, okay. Got a... 100% so far. <laughs> one, one for one. All right, let's set this down with 100%. <laughs> so I got right. to get it. Oh. Here we oh, go. Oh. Here we go. Waiting so on y'all. So Perry's downtown Abbey tale of two families, one wealthy and one working uh, the class. Oh, the have not No, this no, is but a movie. No, it's a movie. Oh, I know what it is. I already know what it is. Which one? A family that prays. There you ah. go. Okay, good job. Good job. All right. Here we go. Here we go. 100%. Based on 1970s Tony-nominated play, oh. this is the only Perry movie that is not branded as such but does have a star-studded female cast. All the ladies are uh, in this way. I know what this is. Is, your, is the 100 dropping down? Do, 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 no, do, I know do, what do, it do. is. Oh, my God. I know what this is. It's okay to be 75%. 90. How much more time? How much more time? There's a bunch of yeah, colors. Can I have a hint? There's a bunch of colors. Oh, Michael, Michael Ely drops kids. Out. I know what this is. Um, Whoopi Goldberg's in it. Yeah, and so is uh, Tandy so Newton. so so is the woman. Yeah, so, so is so, Rashad. Yes, yes. I know what this movie is. Uh, so, but you so don't, so don't know the title. <laughs> so okay, look at you. Okay, oh, Should have used that See? Google. I can. No, it's not. Like I, it's not. Like I can do battle by myself. Nope. Um, nope. I don't know. Four. Four. Is it the countdown? Four. There's a lot of colors. And there's girls. All right, he already oh, missed it. Four yeah, color girls. <laughs> oh, four color girls. That's what it is. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, that's my bad. All righty. <laughs> I'm um, supposed to know that. Hey, you got to be a Tyler Perry expert. Right. Now, that was good. Where are we that's at? We're at two good. out of three right now. Right. Yeah. Two right, out of right, three. Right. A movie about a fallen woman turning her life around. Come on, how many, how many, how many, how many <laughs> You already named it, you already named it. How many characters, what, I already named it? Yeah. yeah. You're wrong, the last time. How many characters what? How many characters are like that in some of his stuff? A woman that turned <laughs> her life around? Come on. Taraji P. Henson. Oh, uh. You already named it. I just said, I just said yeah. it. What, what does it start with? What does it start with? I already said it, first of all. Oh, I could do bad by myself. Okay, okay. That's like a half point. No, it's not. I already said it. Uh, That's a half. You should get this one. This was Tyler Perry's debut feature film and the first entry in the Medea franchise. Oh, Medea's big... Nope. Nope. Happy family. (laughs) Nope. But before that one... Medea's family reunion. Nope. Nope. Before that one... It doesn't even start with Medea. Kimberly Elise. It was the very first. Um, When you have something to write, you write this in a... Something, something. Oh, oh, diary, diary of a mad black woman. There you go. Yes, you go. got it. Woo! See, I just had to, uh, so had to you think were... about it a little bit. <laughs> I bet. You didn't get I only 100%. got one wrong. You got two wrong. No, I didn't. Yeah, you no, did. I didn't. One and a half. You gave me half a point. I got that right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we want to just take a little bit of time to give you some bragging rights and tell us let's do it, let's what's do it. next for you. Where we, where can we expect to see you next? Promote anything you want to promote. Let us know how we could stalk you. <laughs> um, so next we have um, the next season of the Have to Have Nots. We're leaving next Thursday mm-hmm. to go down and film it. Um, on Wednesday, we're going to have the screening for Baggage Claim. That's going to mm-hmm. come out September 27th. So you guys will be able to go check that out. <clears throat> when I get back, is going to be pilot season. Mm-hmm. So at this point, it's really... You know, right now I'm really sticking to my process. You know, I could, I could get back. You know, this is a nice. Right now, the rate we're going, it's like two two seasons per calendar year. They're about two and a half, maybe three months a piece, right? Five to six months a year, and two seasons worth of money. It's a good chunk of time. It's a good chunk of money. I could sit on it, 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, but I'm choosing I'm choosing not to because that's not the process that got me here. I didn't just like sit on those two little movies and just you know mm-hmm. look at IMDb and just look at my two credits. I chose <laughs> you know what I mean. I chose to, to to be proactive in it. So that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna continue to do. Um, right now I can't go out for too many series regular roles because I'm locked into a contract to do that. Mm-hmm. But I can still go out for movies. I can still go out for um, like guest star roles and mm-hmm. like commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, so. That's what I'm really going to try to um, put put my foot on the pedal to go and get, um, and it's going to help me try to transition to what I want to eventually anyway, which is a you know it's big time movies exactly. So you know for right now you'll continue to see me in the have to have nots the movie that's coming out um, baggage claim. Um, this season is going to air in January, so like you'll be able to watch me in these places while I'm you know continuing on my process. Mm-hmm. But for right now it's like you know what at 26. I've had I've had some success, you know. I, you know, I want to pat myself on the back. I never want to, you know, sit here and seem like I'm unappreciative of what's going on. Um, I, I am um, all day, always. I always pray to God about it. I'm thankful for it. But it is only a first step. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So where you guys will see me is continue to stick to my process and just book more and more things. I mean, I'm very fresh in the game. Two two years. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. I want to. Um, I just want to continue to get better. You'll definitely catch me at Ivana Tropic Studios every week. I mean, I'm putting serious work in down there, and um, and I'm I'm trying to develop something that's naturally um, gifted in me and and be great at it. You know what I mean? Right now, I'm, you know, I'm good, but you know, I'm I'm really far from where I want to be. You know, yeah. so um, you'll definitely catch me um, just sticking to the process. Well, we'll be looking out for you. Yeah, cool. We wish you the best of Thank luck. So Tell much. us where we could find you online. Um, well, my number is just like, no, okay. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> so, yeah. right. so, uh, you can find me, we can, the best way is, is social media wise. Um, my Instagram and my Twitter handles are the same. Pretty easy. Uh, at T Y L E P L E Y at Ty Lepley. Um, no spaces, no underscores or anything. It's just my name. And, or you could like my official, um, Facebook page at, well, not at, but Tyler Lepley with a space. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, that's about it. Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks so. for joining us today, thanks Tyler. So we had a lot of me. fun with you. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. I've never done a game. I've never done a game like that. Yeah, I've never hopefully heard. next time you'll ace it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Just don't tell Tyler I got to ace it. Right. I'm <laughs> tweet sending right a, a tweet to Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining us. Find me on Twitter at I am Jessica King. Where can we find you guys? As always, hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Meg Scoop, like scoop of ice cream. Find me all over the internet at the Nick Perdue. Thanks for joining us today for Black Hollywood Live next. We'll see you next time. <laughs> no pun. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Dario Kristen, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network. If you have questions or comments, tweet us at BHL Online or email us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. For more exclusive content, visit blackhollywoodlive.com. This has been a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network. Hollywood, Hollywood redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.